Welcome to Asbury Pod. This week, Amy and Joe, with the help of Ming Chen of A Shared Universe, talk all things Christmas and the Asbury Park Toy Drive with repeat guest Michelle Gresner of the Asbury Park Kiwanis Club and new guest Celia Catani from Community Karma. They discuss what's been happening with the Asbury Park Toy Drive since Connie Breach retired to its current incarnation, plus their plans for the future. Welcome, Michelle and Celia. The matters addressed in this podcast represent my own personal views and opinions concerning issues affecting the citizens of Asbury Park in my capacity as the deputy mayor of the city of Asbury Park. They do not necessarily represent the official position of the city or the official position of the Asbury Park City Council as a whole. I am developing and implementing this podcast in an effort to keep citizens informed. However, this is not an official City of Asbury Park podcast and does not, and I repeat, does not represent the official position of the city or the governing body. Their interviews always hit the mark, so subscribe to Asbury Park. I mean, pod. Be informed, don't be in the dark. Everybody listen to Asbury Park. I mean, pod. Everything you need to know. Brought to you by Amy and Joe. If you're local, they're the pod for you. But Bennies are welcome and Shoebies too. Route 35 to Convention Hall. It's Barry Pod covers it all. As Barry Pod, I love you. I love you. Welcome, As Barry Pod. It is As Barry Pod listeners. It's December 13th. We have a special episode today with um, where we're going to talk about all things Christmas. Um, and the Esbury Park Toy Drive, and we have a repeat uh, guest, Michelle from Qantas, and a new guest, Celia, who, you know, I don't know that I know how to say your last name. Like, I know what your your last name is because I've known you for a long time, but I don't know that I've ever said it. Katani. Celia Katani. Say it one more time. Katani. Katani. Like, starts with a cat. Katani. <laughs> okay. Um, will you do a little intro on a little intro about you? It's Kiwanis and Community Karma, right? That's right. That's right. We're partners in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want me to do a little intro? Yeah, sure. So we have a joke on the show that in the, okay, this is, so you either came to Asbury Park because of bankruptcy or breakup. Right. Those were the two reasons most people came to Asbury Park. <laughs> Joe and I are breakup. We had Tom Ch- Chesek from um the, I'm gonna say his last name wrong, and I've also Chesek. known him for years. Mm-hmm. Historical Society. He was bankruptcy. Um so if you are not one of those two, you are unique. <laughs> well, I have a new category then. I uh I grew up in New Jersey, but I was in California for 18 years and I wanted to come back to Jersey. And I have a very big Italian family who I love dearly, but I wanted to make sure I was at least 30 minutes driving radius from my siblings. And I put a, I put a dot in the map where they are and I drew a circle and I found Asbury and I wanted to be on the beach. And then I came here and found a place. 
Well, geocentricity is the new is the a third category, I guess. So we can we can yeah. we can add. <laughs> that works. So, uh, Cecilia, you're you're from what community. Year was that? What, yeah, what year was that, Celia? Just for my edification, I have a new computer, Joe. So I might need you to take a picture of all of us on the screen while I'm figuring out my new computer. Sure. Um, did you ask Celia a question? No, I didn't hear that. Um, I can hear um, Labor Day 2015. Mm -hmm. 2015. And so what like when you're like, I want to live 30 minutes from my um Italian family, or were you were was it like Asbury was it, or were you looking at other places and you just fell in love with Asbury? Oh. Like you gotta tell that whole story. Okay. So the whole story is so I was living in California, I was in San Francisco for 18 years. I'm the youngest of five kids. My mom was getting older, and uh, so I wanted to come back to be closer to my family, to my mom, to help take her out, care of her. But I also, you know, didn't, you know, I wanted to make sure I lived, I wanted to be near the water. I wanted to be near restaurants. And I wanted to be near bars. I needed to be in a condo because I'm not very domestic and I can't handle houses. And I needed some place that I could walk a lot because I really don't like driving. Um, so I, when I kind of settled in on the area by kind of looking at where I wanted to be, like around my siblings or, you know, sibling adjacent, I, um, I, I found Asbury. I actually, through Zillow, found my exact unit that I bought. I ended up putting, I put request um, into a few different things. Mark McDonald, who's a realtor here in town, he got back to me right away. And I said, here's my criteria of everything that I want. Bah, 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 bah. And he's like, you got to come look at this stuff. So then I flew cross country. Um, looked at a few places here and by the end of the weekend, put an offer in on this place. And in three months I moved, I basically sold my place in California, bought this place, moved cross country, quit my job and came back to Jersey. Oh my gosh. And the desire to do that, what, like you, why did you want to quit your job? You couldn't, we could, I guess you couldn't do it from New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> I could, yeah. So the company I was working for at the time, either wanted me to be in California or Boston. And they were like, well, I don't understand it going to the East coast. Why don't you just move to Boston? And I'm like, because my mother's not in Boston. And uh, so I had a little bit of, um, so I worked for them for a little bit overlap, but then I looked for another job after I got here. I think uh, people from the West coast don't realize, like they see Boston and New York as being and New Jersey being very close together vis-a-vis -vis California, you know, and they don't think they realize that we measure distance in the East Coast in time, not miles. And it's like, no, it's like six or seven hours, even though it looks real close. The traffic makes it impossibly far, you know, because um, the same thing, um, you know, my sister. It's like Guam. It'd be like Guam. Like, why don't you move to Guam? OK. Yeah. But then Amy's because I think when I first moved here, because I started Community Karma in California and when I came and I've always wanted to have a nonprofit because that's really where I want my where I want to spend my retirement years, but I need like day job to pay for mortgages and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I moved back to Jersey, I wanted to figure out how to get, how to get connected to the community. And I had coffee with you. Like somebody told me to connect with you and you were one of the first people I met. And then you told me I had to connect with Connie and then you gave me Connie's information. And I basically text Connie and I was like, Hey Connie, my name's Celia. I just moved to Asbury Park. Amy Quinn says I should meet you. I want to help. And then I met Connie and started helping her. Oh, I was going to be like, and Connie was like, oh, fuck Amy Quinn. 
Like so many others, Amy, like so many others. Like so, like so many others. Um, well, so, so I vaguely remember that, Celia, but um, so, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled about that. We actually had Connie on the show, Joe, years ago. Yeah. And you know what it irritated Connie is that um, I think I kept calling this Toys for Tot. And first of all, I've been going for 20 years, but she takes great offense when you call it Toys for Tots. It's not. It's not Toys for Tots. And we actually slightly tail. She was Asbury Park Toy Drive, but because she dissolved her nonprofit, we're now the Asbury, Asbury Park, Park Holiday, Holiday Toy Drive. And mm. it's jointly sponsored between Community Karma and Kiwanis. So it doesn't quite roll off the tongue. So we'll figure out what we can do. But we, um, because we need, right, because the Asbury Park Toy Drive was a, a nonprofit, but it doesn't exist anymore. So people write checks to the Asbury Park Toy Drive. Mm. It's yes. harder to get them cashed. Well, I can tell you she was irritated every time I said Toys for Tots. Yeah, and that's so a very good thing. Well, for the, I mean, for the record, the idea and theme of it is very the similar. The theme is the same, but it's yeah. a very, it's a different, very different organization. So it's a very good organization, but different. Right. Yeah. Okay, Michelle, I'm sorry. We spent, um, you know, we got d- distracted with, we got distracted. So can you talk a little bit about, I mean, I know you've been on the show, but just talk a little bit about um, what got you involved in this project. And you, 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 you're basically the, the. Kiwanis component through this project, right? That's right. So I'm the co-chair from Kiwanis. Thank you for having me back, by the way. I appreciate it. It's good to see you both. Um, So we, last year, Connie wasn't well, so she wasn't doing um, the toy drive last year. So Community Karma did a, a version. We did a version. And Connie, when she got better, was like, you guys need to work together. Um, which, so she put us together. It was perfect time, like perfect fit. Like his Celia and I are now pretty much best friends forever. Like um, we, we instantly clicked. Everything's been great. Our vision has adjusted in sync. So as we've gone through, like whatever has had to change has changed. Uh, And we really haven't had any, any um, problems with ego or anything like that. Like we're just both like, yeah, okay. That's that, that works, whatever, you know. um, But, but we both wanted so for me, for, for Kiwanis is more of an organization that focuses on kids. So obviously anything that has to do with kids, we want to be involved with. So the opportunity to do this with Community Karma and Celia was just a no brainer. We had to do it. Um, so it's, it's just, it's been a great ride. It's been a lot of work, but it's been a great ride. Yeah. And, it, and like when I moved and here. Big shoes to fill. I mean, really big, yeah, you know, no, Connie no. and Barbara and Cor- I mean, those are huge yeah people who have been running this for 20 years who have, you know, gotten five or 600 families gifts over the, you know, um, in one pop, but, you know, and then probably thousands over the years. I mean, so, yeah. so let me ask this, like, as opposed to like doing your own choice for tots or something else, what was the thought on taking on something pretty established? And I know Connie wanted to kind of move on you know she was retiring there was a lot of things going on that that had her move on but what kind of made you both like let's sort of take this version and run with it so yeah so i mean connie i mean what connie and team did was amazing and just i think it was the combination of being able to provide for um the our broader neighbors and families in, in in asbury but it also brings the whole town together. It was like, it's it's been like, she really it brought the town together and 
we were really nervous. I mean, not going to lie. Like when we started working back in September and October, figuring out, we're just like, how many families can we do? Like, how are we going to get the support? And then like, Connie's been an amazing advocate, um, mentor, mm-hmm. and just yeah. connecting us with people. And then every single group of people that we've met, whether it's the, the, the council, the chamber of commerce, all of the businesses, like, they're just like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, we want to help. So we want to, so for, it's, for me, it's, over and above the the kind of charitable aspect of it and providing toys and things and gifts for the families. It's about building the community, right? And and like working with our neighbors, no matter where you are in Asbury and really starting to develop relationships. Well, that's what I want to say too, because Connie, it was kind of not easy, but easier because she was police officer. So she was in town, she knew everybody. That's not the case for us. So we had to approach it slightly differently. So she actually knew who was really in need and who was maybe, you know, working a deal or whatever, right? So we didn't know that. So we were able, and we had a great idea to reach out to the schools and to have the schools help us identify the families in their in their communities that were the most at need. So that made sure, or at least we hope it made sure that the families that most often fall through the cracks and don't ask for things were able to have the same opportunities as other families who are who are more um, proactive uh, about about making sure that they have what they need. So we we feel like what we were able to do was talk to the families, which we did at City um, City Hall a couple of times, um, and reach out and, and really get an idea of who these people were, what they needed. Um, and to try to build that bridge, like Celia said, like we want it to be more than just about the toys. We want it to be all year round. Like let's work together more. You know, and getting to know the the, the right context of the school, like uh, the the parent center at the Asbury Park Public School District. We like they've been a tremendous help, right, in getting us connected with folks. And I kind of like initially met them over the summer where they had a big gap in terms of their their backpack drive. And you know, one of the things looking in the future that Michelle and I want to do is really figure out ways we can better collaborate with all of the different groups that are doing programs, whether it's backpack drives or toy drives, because there's still a segment of folks that kind of get uh, fallen through the cracks in terms of needing things. And we figured if there's a better way of collaboration across all the groups, maybe we can minimize what that gap is so that we make sure mm-hmm. as many people who need uh, you know, assistance, we, we, we can help. But it's been, it's been pretty amazing. I mean, we've made a, like a, you know, we we have a little bit of our own spin on some things. We gave multiple different ways that people could participate. So um, about half of the families that were supporting either a, an individual or, or a group of friends um, or, you know, business, in quotes, or, right. or a business, in quotes, adopted a family. And they basically shopped for that entire family and then just delivered, you know, a box of gifts, um, you know, to our setup station downstairs. Um, then, you know, the other fa- half of the family that, you know, did, wasn't, you know, kind of adopted, um, we had so many toys downstairs. I mean, I don't even know how many thousands of toys we have down in, in our ocean room, plus many monetary donations. And what we're doing, and actually we've got two or three people downstairs now that are, you know, in quotes, shopping for those families, for all of the gifts for their families and kind of building it all together. And that's really, we, we made it so that people could give in a variety of different ways and keep some of the traditions that, you know, Connie had in terms of the big- Had a great time at Georgie's. At Georgie's, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Ryan at Paradise, the tips for toys. We had right. two more tips for toys at Johnny yeah. Max. And, and tomorrow night and we have one Kim at Kim Marie's. Kim Marie's. Yeah. Uh, we did- the, um, We were at the Wonder the, We were at- um, and we did a, a, we did the boot camp. Um, yeah. Uh, Karen with Happy Belly Strong did a boot camp for um, boot camp for toys workout. So 
it's like so many people just want, and people keep telling us we want to get involved. We want to get involved. So it's just been right. And like Tom amazing. Cheswick, Tom Cheswick reached out to us and they did something for us <laughs> at the crane house. And, and then Tim did something for us with the co-op that you were talking about right. before. So, and then Madison Marquette in convention hall, um, we were able to like, we kind of manned the Santa state. We, well, we were the created. Santa station. We created and manned the Santa station with like two, lovely Santa, Santa Barry and Santa Kevin, who did an amazing job and both kids and dogs and adults love them all. And of course, you can't forget Confections of a rock star. Kimmy has been amazing. Absolutely. So at, at our Santa station, um, we, you know, obviously you get in to see Santa. There was no minimum donation. We asked you to donate a toy or, you know, make a monetary donation if you could, but if you wanted to make a donation of $16 or more, you got a six pack of confection of rockstar cookies. And that one thing like helped our donations tremendously because most people just gave us a 20 and said, keep the change. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people gave, gave a lot more and Kimmy was just like freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The, um, are you still going to be at the convention hall the rest of the holiday season? It was just that one, uh, those two times. Three weekends. Three weekends. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving weekend and the, the third and the fourth and the 10th and 11th. And now was, this Saturday, we're giving away everything. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that's where we saw each other. I, I saw you there, but I realized I didn't know you then, Celia. But I was, I, so I saw that you guys were there, but I, I um, and I liked the Venmo that's smart too the the qr code that you can donate because that really because i didn't even know you were there i was walking by you know had no cash but i was able to donate later so that's a smart uh, addition to the uh uh, well i mean not to toot my own horn but like the that like i don't i never carry cash in the voice of like i wish i had some but that made it very easy to do um so um sorry that was a work thing popped up um but by the way um can i back up say what is the origin of, of community karma you said you had done it. You or uh, you you had formed it in San Francisco. So yeah. So I lived in San Francisco for eighteen years, and at the time, what was that? Hold on, hold on. What was that like? What was it like living in San Francisco? I I enjoyed my time in San Francisco. I mean, it was really good for me professionally and personally. I after eighteen years, I was very happy to come back to New Jersey. I think like once a Jersey girl, always a Jersey girl. Like I lived there for eighteen years, and the entire time I was there. People would ask me where I was from, and I'd say, well, I'm from New Jersey, but I live in San Francisco. And all of my friends would be like, it's been five years, can't you stop saying that? It's been 10 years, can't you stop saying that? And you just can't stop saying that. It's a permanent condition. (laughs) So so I I liked it. I have a therapist who lives in Las Vegas, but was born and raised in Jersey, and she's been in Vegas for years. And she's very like, oh, I'm a Jersey girl. And I'm always like, no, okay. Yeah, no, but you're really, you're, Jersey, we're, yeah, I am, was distinctly different from my California friends and neighbors. I mean, maybe I'm distinctly different from my Jersey friends and neighbors too, but I don't know. <laughs> it's, but I, I mean, I liked it. It was, it was, it was, a, it was good for me, like I said, both personally and professionally, but I was ready to come back to Jersey for sure. And, and you know, I, it was good for me to come back because, you know, I got to spend the last seven years with my, you know, my mom. So it was, it was, it was the right decision to come back. And then Asbury was like, perfect. I'm like, I, I am so thrilled to be living here. So, so um, I'm seeing you guys in convention hall, and I just totally cut over Joe's question. So uh, let me stop. We'll do community karma. And then just to describe. So I saw you guys at convention hall as well. So I just want you to touch on that. Like you're doing pictures. 
taking in toys. Like that's a whole thing. So yeah, well, we it looked were like a whole thing when I was watching. It was a, yeah, a big thing. We were approached by Madison Marquette. They asked us, Hey, would you be interested in being the Santa station and the grand arcade for when we're doing the crafts weekends and stuff? So we, of course, that was no brainer. Of course we were going to do that. Um, and they set up, they did the set decoration and they had the chair. We supplied Santa, we supplied volunteers, we did um we took the yeah, all we took pictures. photos, we had, we had cookies. Yeah. Um, so it worked. I mean, they seem, you know, pretty pleased with how it we were really pleased with how it went. They seem very pleased with how yeah. it went. So hopefully it'll be a permanent thing that we'll be able to be there continue every year. through. Yeah. And then back to Joe's question about the origin of community karma. Sorry, Joe. That's all right. So, no, we were we were talking about San Francisco, so I kind of you know it's fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So a group of friends and I, you know, we decided we um we wanted to to give back uh in San Francisco and we wanted to try to more than just kind of you know donating for a specific, you know, kind of volunteering for a specific event or uh, or just like writing a check. So we created Community Karma to really kind of build, it was like a, you know, a set of friends of mine and we wanted to bring kind of like our um, kind of corporate skills to where we could help. So what we ended up doing is we helped smaller nonprofits with fundraising. We did a backpack program. Uh, a lot of us traveled a lot. So we actually had this like massive toiletry program. So we had, but it was very kind of peaks and valleys because it was really based on everybody's um, um, work schedule, life schedule, kind of, you know, kind of, you know, what, what, what we could do or how many programs we could support in a year. Um, and then when I moved to New Jersey, uh, I wanted to keep community karma. I mean, cause I like, I, you know, I founded it. Uh, it's like I have the 501c3. I love the name compassion through action is kind of the tagline we came up with, which, I, which I love. And then when I got to Jersey and I was just like, Oh, like you can't just like move a company from one state to another. So community karma is actually a multi-state nonprofit. So we have, um, we we're operating only in Asbury Park, but we have, you know, we still have um, uh, an agent, if you will, in in California. Um, and when I first got here and met Connie, I was like, well, I'll just work behind the scenes to support Connie because she's kind of representing so much of how I want to give back. And so I was, you know, thrilled to be one of the two people she kind of tapped as she's you know, as she decided to uh, kind of retire from the toy drive and move on, because I think I think vision of what she did, and I think just you know what we see is how do we not just do charity, but how do we also build relationships and build bridges and become great neighbors? Yeah. So, what's like so for people who don't know, like the the massive effort that goes into this? Like, when do you start? It sounds like the toys are in the north each lobby at least some of them are i think i think connie kept them in either the pony or madison gave her space because she needed tons of square footage to put all of these sack and i think gave her some space but they the building that i think um is getting is under construction because we we had some space at remax as well um and Mm -hmm. north east has been very generous in letting us use 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 their space here um it's timeline was September basically is when we started the planning. So yeah, in September and October, we did the planning and outreach to the schools to identify the families that we can support and get to know a little bit about them. Um, 
I'd say our first, the first event we did was in mid-November, right before Thanksgiving, was the boot camp yeah. for toys. And then we just had kind of a series of events um, then. And we had, a you know, online, people could adopt a family. You could shop for toys online. You could donate money online. And then we had the drop boxes went out kind of Thanksgiving week. Yeah, right, the right before Thanksgiving, right. Mm-hmm. And um, which has been great. Uh, and then... You know, I think we learned a lot this year because we would we would do stuff and then Connie would be like, oh, and how about this? Or, oh, you need to meet this person. And then she would like connect us with a person really quickly. And then that turned into, you know, like, another you know, another event, another event or opportunity. Yeah. Um, so it's just uh, been it's been pretty amazing. I mean, we're going to have a very, 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 very long thank you list once this is all done of everybody that's been yeah, was, I said involved before, I was like, how do you thank an entire city? Did, yeah. you, it, did you like step up the online component? Like, so I've been involved, I mean, in the sense that I've gone to the event and donated to it, you know, the 20 years Connie did it or however many years Connie did it. Like, was there always an online component or did you guys add that? I think she had the, uh, a wish list on Amazon was one of the ways that she did. I think she had also um, a QR code where you could donate money. I believe we did. Yes, we did kind of step up like because last year, the way that community karma, we just did a, We didn't adopt a family last year where it was um, you could sign up online. So we did, you know, we did a similar version of that because it worked, it worked out pretty nicely. We have a couple of, you know, ways that you could um, donate cash online and then rather than doing an Amazon list for purchasing toys, we actually use the same retailer that we've used for the backpack drive because they make it very easy online to shop. And then they just send all the toys, they drop ship like a pallet of toys, like a pallet of toys arrived here because we had like over 150 toys purchased mm-hmm. online. So we gave a lot of, there was a lot of different ways to give physically and online. There were 20 collection boxes throughout town and so many of the businesses, we actually, ran out of boxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quite a few businesses who were upset that we weren't able to get and, in the box this year. And all the condos have been involved. Like yeah. in North Beach is where we are. 1101 has, they have a drop box there. They, they've deal. been super uh, deal like tower. Yeah. Like there's been um, vibe right? So like all of the um, larger buildings here have, you know, kind of condo wise have been, have, have been involved. And more want to get involved. Like yeah. people have said, like, oh, don't forget us next year. And we're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say also the condo box is a great idea. Like usually the focus is always on business having boxes and businesses or city hall, which I know that you do and, and you get a, a decent amount of gifts there as well. But the condo building is a is a fantastic idea. Oh, well, what was funny is when I was talking which like condo I was talking at and talking about it. And I was just like, yeah, and Northwest there, 1101, do you like, and you know, it'll be great. Maybe it'll be a little competition. Like, and there is no competition because there's no way to kind of really track exactly where things came from unless it's there. But like somebody like emailed me later. He's like, I want to make sure this goes towards my condo. Uh. <laughs> I want to make sure like we win. <laughs> and I was like, well, I kind of to the competition just kind of like in the spirit of competition. But, you know, maybe we'll figure out a way to figure that out. We made a list. Thank you, sir. <laughs> but uh it's but it's just because people are excited right which is great and we have um you know we're building our volunteer community but all the volunteers that have helped us have been amazing because we're learning as we go along so like the first day at um the convention, convention hall they were like 
So what do we do? And I'm like, well, (laughs) we've never done this before. So we're going to figure it out. And so, you know, we keep, we've been learning as we go along. That's to say that we don't have five o'clock AM planning meetings every day, but um, that doesn't mean that our plans always go the right way. Yeah. (laughs) But it's been, you know, overall, I think it's gone pretty well. I mean, we just got to get through the next week. Yeah. And so what are the things that go wrong that you're like, or like that you don't, you, you haven't planned for Michelle. So you're, you're having these, you're having these or everything. It's just everything. like something small to something big. So for example, like with the boxes, um, businesses, like we, you know, max out carefully. Okay. We'll bring boxes here, here, here. And then three businesses would call us. Like, for example, like Joe's rotisserie, it was like, we need a box. And we were just like, we didn't even know you wanted a box. So then we had to like shuffle, like, okay, you're going from there, you know? So stuff like that, like just trying to like reallocate assets and then um, just where we're storing everything and how. The storage is huge. I feel like your storage is huge. North Beach is amazing. North Beach has been amazing. Um, we have a big, you know, as you know, we have a big lobby. So we have all the packed bags out by our tree. And I mean, and I'm building, you know, everybody in Asbury is generous, but the, and it, it kind of adds to our holiday decorations because it kind of mm-hmm. looks nice there. And then we have, you know, one big common room that, um, you know, the board's been generous enough to let me use and turn into Santa station for the three weeks. And it's been amazing. So it's... What I- I meant to ask Connie when we had her on about this at the end of the tour, at the end of the distribution day, is everything distrib- distributed for this season or is there sometimes carryover? Great question. Well, it's, it's, well, it doesn't carry over till next season. What we're planning on doing is we, um, if there are, we have everything allocated towards the families that we know about that are, are coming. So we have that, you know, pretty well, you know, organized or will have pretty well organized yeah. by Saturday morning you know, we'll have some extra, um, gifts and toys, you know, in case we need them. People show up and, you know, that we didn't know know about If we have toys at the end of that, there are some other programs in town that we, you know, certainly want to, want to support, you know, that, you know, the little league has an event on the 23rd. 23rd. So if we have stuff that's left over, um, you you know, we'll make sure that we don't want the toys to Sit, sit, sit for a year. We want them to get out into into folks need them. You know, that was my, my assumption because I was at, because what I was thinking is like, oh, do they have to store it all year? So that's why I was when we were talking about storage. But my assumption was that it would that it was all yeah. uh, distributed. Think, but to that point, one of the things we really want to do, like, well, next year, like in you know, in January, is really just start collaborating with like the other program because there's so many good programs in Asbury. And we, we just feel like if we could collaborate more amongst ourselves, we might be able to hit and help more people just by being, a li- you know, kind of a little bit, you know, more, you know, organized. Right. So I think that like there's a lot of these different programs that if we can just coordinate it within Asbury first. And then obviously it was just it, how do but, you how do you organize yeah, so that? Exactly. Also, one of the great things too about what we've been doing and what the schools have been helping us with is a good portion of the families are either Spanish speaking or Creole speaking. So there's, um, I feel like for those communities probably are, you know, maybe we need more focus there as well. So I think there's got to be groups that are helping them. So if we combine forces, like we need 
for Spanish speakers and Creole speakers to help with our event on Saturday. But, you know, we're getting there. But but that's something that if we're all joining forces, that that would be easy. You know, everybody would be able to, to kind of like pitch mm-hmm. in together. Yeah, although we're kind of learning a lot of Spanish and Creole because we everything that we're doing, we're doing it in three languages. God bless Google, well, our volunteers that are that, that can speak multiple languages because my high school French is not helping. Same. Um, but uh, we're, you know, we've translated. I always it. wondered who took high school French and now I know. <laughs> Both of you took it. Oh, that's a, you didn't take French, did you, Joe? No, I speak German and Spanish, not French. Awesome. But um, I took. I don't speak Spanish, but I took Spanish. But I've always wondered who took French. Wow, there you go. It's uh, <laughs> but we um, that's funny. Um, it it's it, it's funny because we're we're able to, but we're trying to get everything like the uh, invitations that went out to the families. We made sure it was in 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 three languages. Um, when we kind of got you know the information about them, we did, and now like you know we're getting them the information about you know come to pick up your toys, and we're doing it and in all three languages. So it's funny, like, because through the Google voice that we have, where we're texting families to acknowledge it's coming into in within, you know, three different languages. And it's like, oh, okay. Does Are Google, you- does Google, Google Translate work for the, for the Creole? No. It, <laughs> Google Translate works pretty well for Spanish, but we had it double checked. It yeah. lost its mind with Creole. So thank God we have uh, Mary, who's been amazing uh, support. She's from the parent center at Mary Boston. Yeah, she's Mary. amazing. So mm-hmm. she 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 is helping us. Yeah, that, that's got to be interesting because uh, you know, the dialects don't translate very well. And I speak. Uh, I learned most of my Spanish working in the kitchen. Uh, oh, when I, I, as a, and so, you know, when I was in Spain, someone told me that you know, uh, you know, I was I was getting around pretty well with my Spanish, but someone said, "Oh, you you have a heavy Mexican accent." And I used the weird, the the Mexican idioms, that not realizing they didn't translate very well, you know. Um, so um, it's a, that, that's an interesting dilemma. Um, um, you know, Amy Asbury, Asbury does have a Creole radio station. We should perhaps uh, still, I think. Oh, can hear do, you. The, I'm yeah. sorry. They do. Yeah. I'm trying to put headphones on because um, I'm hearing an echo. But anyway, yeah. I can't find my anyway. I, yeah. yeah, I just got a new computer. So I'm like figuring it out and I haven't figured out the headphone button yet but we we have um i'm happy to do an introduction if you want me to at any point to the haitian church and the haitian radio station they are the loveliest of lovelies um so i think they'd be great i also love mary boston i think she is just dynamite and the other thing i was going to say to you is i remember it had to be connie or barbara one of them would have said this to me but I remember whenever I was buying gifts, I always had initially, maybe the first three or four years, bought e- easy gifts for little kids, right? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I remember Connie saying to me, could you get gifts for uh, tweens or teens? That from And then I, of course, after that point, I always did. But um, so, you know, I'd love to hear you know, Michelle or Celia, either one of you talk a little bit about like, is there a demographic that we as people who are supporting this cause could do a better job in um, providing gifts for? Because as soon as she said it, it made perfect sense to me. But when I went in a store, it just occurred to me to buy toys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, well, that's one of the reasons why, like, at the beginning of the drive, if people ask what's the best way to give, they're like, well, if you or a group of your friends want to adopt your family, that would be 
great because then you'd have the ages of the kids and kind of some information about them. So it's easier to kind of tailor the gift giving. Um, but I would say yeah, the older group, the, the older group is hard. Most of the toys that we have downstairs are probably 12 ish, 11 ish and, and under. Um, so we're, that's probably, where we're going to be doing some shopping is for the tweens yeah. and teens. Cause you're getting there, Amy, your, your child is almost a teen, right? You're, you're getting there. Um, uh, he's, he's seven. So he's still, yeah, yeah. He's still relatively easy to shop for, but I have like nieces and nephews that I'm like, you know, struggling my way, you know, I get them stone pony zip ups because you know what? kids still actually you know or or i get a uh, wooden walls you know they usually have nice design sweatshirts from yeah, um, but that's the, that's the thing like it's harder they're just a harder group to buy anyway and their stuff isn't particularly cute so obviously yeah you get a lot more for the for the littles but um but yes yeah, so like celia said we've been and that's one of the things that that tim and um the co-op the the book co-op we've been working with them they're going to get us like journals for the older kids and some books that are more appropriate for older kids and things like that, that we can give them as well. Um, but yeah, like, but my is, there, is there anything you want to make a shout out for? I mean, you know, we're going to try to turn this around and get it up on the air, you know, ASAP. So someone may, you know, is there a last minute thing that you're in desperate need of that, we, you know, we could, uh, or, or just go to the website and follow the directions. Right now, right now I would say, given where we are, the best yeah. thing would be probably like making, yeah. there's a way to donate uh, online because we don't know how much we're going to be shopping right. that we're going to need to shop. And, and, you know, if we end up having, you know, uh, you know, things we don't need to shop on and we have cash on hand, then we'll probably just look to make sure that we supplement some of the bigger families with more gift cards, um, for groceries or, you know, Walmart so that they can be kind of well set for incidentals and things that they need. Mm -hmm. And how did families apply ladies? Like did they apply back in like November, December? Like how, how did that process take place? Basically we had a invitation to register that went out to 150 families. We were in the lobby of um, city hall. And then we also worked, you know, kind of with the, with the schools. People couldn't make it there. And then when the parent or guardian came in, we had, let's just call it an application for lack of a better word, but it wasn't like an application where we would rule somebody in or out. It was just tell us about yourselves. And then the parent would fill out, you know, a little girl age three likes, you know, Barbies or Peppa the Pig or whatever, right? right? So for each of the kids, we would have a list of their likes and their age. Uh, one of the things that we, the, another, like a life lesson learned through this is that we should have asked about clothing and right. clothing sizes, because sometimes they wrote sizes that sometimes they wrote that they wanted, wanted or needed clothes and they didn't have sizes. So we did, and like Sue, who's um, a, you know, a great um, community karma volunteer, yeah. she has been like all over it with understanding the demographics of the family. So then she would like text or email the family and be like, can you give me the sizes for your kids? And then she would like give add that, it, add that to the person who adopted the family. So there's, we probably, you know, want to gather a little bit more information because a lot of people did request clothes um, or even if people didn't request clothes, a lot of people that did the adoptive family wanted to give clothes. Right. And so we needed a way to kind of figure out sizes. So that's going to be a revise to the registration process for next year, for next year so that we can, we can do that. 
Um, and take us through Saturday, ladies. So uh, the, um, I mean, that's really the climax of the event, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have, you know, all of the families that have registered with us are going to be coming to our distribution day and basically they'll have, they'll be getting their gifts. They'll have some time to spend with Santa. We're going to have windmills providing hot dogs. We're yeah. getting, we're, or, you know, ordering, we're getting pizza from TJ's. Yeah. Um, we are you're going to have arts and crafts set up. Pepsi donated. Pepsi donated um, beverages. Beverages. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be, um, but it's just going to be a little. That's, that's Saturday? Yeah. That's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday the 17th. So and if people want to get involved, ladies, next year, how would they go about getting involved next year? You um, can contact either Community Karma or Kiwanis Club, either of our websites. Just just let us know that they yeah. want to be involved. And we there are volunteer, there's links to volunteer on both of your websites, right? Yeah, there's links to volunteers on both, both yeah. sites, or there's like info at Kiwanis. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, uh, and, and, then, and, and then it's this Community Karma AP at gmail.com. You can mm -hmm. email. But, um, and we're both, I would say the other thing that was the struggle is real is like, I'm not a huge fan of social media and yeah. just having to do social, which is a critical, which is a critical component of this. So like, we got a lot of stuff out on Facebook. I have no idea. You know, no, like I Instagram, I have no idea. Instagram. <laughs> like, so I, I like, I'm hoping to like find like an intern at Monmouth University or somewhere, or maybe even Asbury High School, like somebody that can help with like, somebody who's laughing at us right media. now. Can you just contact because, us? Because like, like, <laughs> like it, it was good. And we did get a lot of traction. It, it was just, um, it was actually a great that Jared Clemens like came to our first day at convention hall. He was there and he came and posted with us. And I was like, can we tag you? And we tagged him. Like that was like that the most, that, that got so much more visibility for us. Like then, uh, and Danny and, and Danny, yeah. And Danny Clinch. So it was like, it was, mm -hmm. um, but yes, we need to like better learn social media because it's the struggle was real for sure. <laughs> yeah. So you well, need the, the, you, you the need like a sixteen year old. <laughs> yes, right. and the key right these days is TikTok, which I have to tell you I love. I don't post videos, but I watch videos all day long on TikTok. Um, but I had to quit Facebook because it was like fucking with my mental health. It just was like toxic for mm. me, at least. But I appreciate other people who um who get something out of it. I I don't get something out of it, but if other people do, by all means. So um, uh, I had a, qu a question. So like December 26th, or oh, Amy, what were you going to say before I ask my question? December 26th. No, no, I was going to bitch about social media, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so December 26th, what are Community Karma and Kiwanis resetting to do for the rest of the year? We're going to January. Yeah. So in January, we're going to, um, we're going to have our lessons learned meeting. We are going to take a little bit of a break. We've been going really hard. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, next year, we definitely want to support together. We want to support, you know, that back, you know, back to school backpack drive, like yeah. Community Karma did it last year, but it would be great <laughs> to have a, a, a partner with that. Kind of already mm -hmm. talked about. We're getting, so we're going to start doing um, the, you know, we're going to start planning earlier for the toy drive because we have a yeah. feeling we're going to get a lot more requests next year, both from people who want to be recipients from it, plus from people mm -hmm. who want to yeah. want to help. So yeah. we think we can probably... Um, grow and then also community karma one of the other programs that we support in town is the women's hospitality network um through um so that will kind of start gearing up in january so we work closely with trinity 
and the and atonement um and kind of provide help uh, and, you know. and talk about that a little bit silly the woman's hospitality because that took a little bit of a, a hit during the pandemic right it, it did it, it obviously because with covid it was um you know you know that you know you couldn't the churches couldn't provide um, uh, the, the housing that they provided, but it is kind of coming back. I think I've got to double check with, with Derek, because again, I've been a little bit focused more on the toy drive than on that, but we, um, it is going to be back. I think it's going to be in, in January. I can, you know, Derek, I can get information from Derek and find out exactly when it is. Um, and we will be, uh, Community Karma will be working with the Toma Church for like the, the night that they set up on Monday. So we'll be helping to provide dinner and just going and, you know, kind of working and you know kind of whatever they need in terms of with the ladies that um are spending you know kind of spending the night there yeah we should we should just describe that so people know what the women's you want to just describe what women's hospitality and i also i will tell you guys if you start it back up in january joe and i'll have have you and derek on the show and talk about listen i'm a huge fan of the women's hospitality network so anything i can help it help to help share i mean you house my my day job my clients so uh, much appreciated so yeah, so and I, I hopefully I'll do this justice, right? So because I'm just, uh, but um, and Derek and team are amazing, um, and Diane Brockle with 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 Atonement. So Women's Hospitality Network is a a, a group or a partnership of churches and houses of worship because there's not a um, shelter for for women um, it close by in Asbury, and you know there's. Um, if you are a, a church, you can only house people so many days out of the year under whatever kind of tax regulations. I, I'm not exactly sure sure what that that is, but um, uh, so what they've done is they've worked together so that you know, as a group of church, as a this group of churches, they can support women certainly through like the the colder months uh, of the year. So that so it was right before the pandemic when. You know, Terry, who's also with, with Community Karma, we um, started helping the Women's Hospitality Network. Um, and again, we mostly focused on um, uh, working like the one night where Atomic Church was there. We actually, Nails by Ginny was amazing because she closed mm-hmm. her shop for a day and actually did a day of beauty for, yeah. for the ladies, which was pretty awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to it getting back to kind of post-pandemic ways because it's important you know it's like it's again it's not just about providing a meal or a bed it's also about getting to know you know individuals and it's it, it, it was a great experience so i'm actually looking forward to to get more involved in that it's a great organization so yeah if you guys if you guys gear up for january let us know and uh michelle Quanis has you have your re your reorg meeting i'm guessing right essentially for january yeah. Yep. We're, um, yep. Shifting some things around, but, um, Corey Lewin, who's our president, she's amazing and, um, has a really great vision for, for pulling us forward. We have some really great initiatives that we're going to be coming out with. We're doing, we have like a free book library right now at the Bradley elementary school and that we're, you know, keeping that stocked with, you know, good current books that the kids really like and enjoy. Um, we'll maybe, be doing some more literacy programs as well. Um, and we did two kind of community outreach. We did the Friendsgiving and we did um, like a thing in the park um, earlier in the year. We played games with the kids and whatever. Yeah, another thing to kind of get to know people in the community. So we'll probably have something like that again in the spring where we'll invite the community out to kind of play and um, and chat and, and just kind of get to know each other. 
in a you know kind of relaxed way. So stuff. Great, there. great job, stuff ladies. There. Did I miss anything, Joe? No, I think that's it. I mean, before we go, uh, the, the websites are um, is it Kiwanis AP? No, it's Kiwanis Club of Asbury Park. Uh, dot org <laughs> and and community karma's website community karma.org oh i lied it's actually asbury park kiwanis sorry okay well if you google asbury park kiwanis you get there <laughs> i don't know my <laughs> <own website. laughs> so 